Uh, Coach, it's J.P. Shadrick with you. Uh, You know, not the result you wanted tonight on the scoreboard, but what did you learn about your football team tonight? Well, just disappointed in the first half. You know, 85 total yards of offense, and it was the classic how not to play field position football, and that is uh, the two penalties on special teams put us deep on our own territory to start a drive. And then you go for it on fourth and one, and, and that's three times that you put your defense in poor field position. So uh, just classic how not to play a game and good learning experience. We're going to talk, have a good conversation about that, and you just can't have nonsense penalties on special teams, especially when knock one out. And I think it was like a 60-yard return. Yeah. Uh, defense good against the run, but we got to tighten up our coverage. And then offensively, you know, we had a couple pressures, a couple sacks early on against, uh, um, you know, the young quarterback. We just got to stiffen that up. You know, second half, I like the fact that we went much better tempo. I don't want to be a slow offense, and, and uh, we're going to chat about that as offensive staff. You know, I just I want to get up the line and go. And I just felt like we were slow. So uh, a lot of things to work on. Trevor Lawrence tonight, Coach, 6 of 9, passing 71 yards. You mentioned a couple of sacks there early in the game. How is his grasp of things? Uh, obviously, the lights aren't too bright for him. He's been through this a time or two at a high level. What did you make of his night overall? Well, it was decent. You know, I, I asked the same thing to Schottenheimer, and, and uh, you know, he gave, he's pretty average, but you never know until you watch a film. We'll visit with everybody next week and give you a, a better evaluation. You know, he certainly wasn't awestruck in the speed of the game. You know, there's fast players all over the field, and, uh, but I thought he, he had a couple of very nice passes. He stayed in the pocket and delivered one down the field to uh, Marvin. Yeah. I thought his best throw was the outcut on the third down onto his left. Uh, he threw it on time and uh, great anticipation of the route, and we got the first down. So um, he was okay and just need more experience. You know, I just – I know we got to get him out of the game, but uh, I want him to play. And I want to – you know, I want to play play to the guys, but I get it. You know, it's a 20-game season, so we got to be smart. you got to listen to the coordinators. You were saying this uh, earlier this week, Daryl Bevel, Brian Schottenheimer, yeah. are advising you wisely, I think, right? Cause you yeah, I just want to play. I want to play yeah. and go, 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 and, uh, you know – it is a the reality is this is a marathon and, and, and that's why I hired those guys. CJ Beathard toward the end of the game, 13 to 16 passing tonight, 102 yards. How'd he look for you? He looked good. You know, he had uh, tightened up a little bit. That's why we got Jake in there, but Jake also threw in a couple of nice passes. CJ, I'm glad he had some success. You know, uh, uh, I like the guy, tough guy and works real hard at it, but he got the ball out quick. We went better tempo and, you know, uh, that's, that's, uh, you know, that's the way I want to play. I want to get up to the line of scrimmage, snap the ball and go couple final thoughts with you, Coach uh, Urban Meyer, with us here on Jaguars postgame. Uh, you mentioned the run defense. Strong early. Uh, the first group looked good tonight. That was a priority in the offseason. That's a positive step. Very strong. You know, uh, the one that gave up 300 yards passing, but uh, I'm looking right here. Net yards rush was like 40-some yards. So uh, very good against rush defense. I never felt one time, you know, we had two big, you know, two screen plays we let get out. And that was, uh, you know, that was a big part of it. And then also uh, young Tyson got beat. You know, we were man-free in the, you know, 50-50 ball, and that guy came down with it. So uh, a lot to work on. But uh, overall on defense, you know, I thought I, I enjoyed watching our defense play. You know, offensively, you got to get going. Final thought with you here. We saw a photo of you before the game kind of coming out of the tunnel, first time. Uh, you glad to be back? Is it what you thought? Yeah, it was uh, – I love the stadium. Uh, obviously, when I was in Florida, we jogged on that field six times, I believe, and uh, just kind of makes me jog off this field a winner. Sounds good. Coach, thank you for your time. Appreciate it. You bet. Thank you. Head coach Urban Meyer joining us on Jaguars postgame, the first word with a head coach each and every week. And Jaguars postgame is presented by Florida Home AC. Call Florida Home AC today, official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, wait, what's going on?
This is Agent K with the Minute Till Podcast. Jay is on the way, and we are just tuning in to hear the post-game presser from Coach Urban Meyer, courtesy of the Jaguars post-game show. So stay tuned as we continue on. It's Bill Jaguars. Call Florida Home Air Conditioning. My choice for heating and cooling. For a limited time, Florida Home Air yeah, Florida Home don't pay us. So we're going to give a special shout-out to our sponsors, the Miller Creative Group. Make sure you check them out online at mcg247.com or on all social media platforms at mcg247. Miller Creative Group, discover the one-source difference. Big shout-out to 904 Printing. Check them out online at 904printing.com or on all social media platforms at 904 Printing. Call for your quotes today also a big shout out to the do vault you can get your custom jag swag like this hat here over at the dovault.bigcartel.com or you can check them out on social media at the do vault and a special shout out to anchor and deck fencing if you need any work done fencing deck work anything in the yard make sure you hit up anchor and deck fixing for an appraisal today Uh, yeah, I uh, just keep uh, everybody reminding me it's 20 game season. So no, was it 19 game season left? Uh, yeah, disappointed with the offense, 85 yards first half, and it was a classic how not to play field position. We guys give great effort on a kickoff return and knock it out 60 yards, and it goes back to the 10 yard line. Just classic how not so teachable moment, and then uh, and that was one of our good players. I think it was Dewey uh, Wingard. Um, and then the fourth and one, real disappointing. I thought our, you know, I thought our defense hung in there. We gave up a lot of yards passing, but uh, did good against the run. Trevor, I believe, was six and nine, and and uh, but we gave up two sacks. I believe with the number one offense line, which shouldn't do. But I, you know, I'll get more for you if he's holding the ball a little bit long. I kind of felt he did on one of them, but we'll have more for you after watch. But uh, just disappointed offensively. I don't like slow offenses and. I told those, you know, I, I thought the third quarter was better with just tempo, getting up the line of scrimmage, snap the ball, and it was. I don't want to be one of those slow, wallowing offenses, and uh, we'll go we'll get that fixed. Do you think the tempo was on Trevor? No, it was on it was on us. We, we just got to get it and go, 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 and, and uh, emphasize that. No, not at all. Uh, I have not even really had a chance to chat with him yet. I will. I'll certainly answer that question when I talk to him. Uh, but I asked the same thing to Bev. But, uh, I'm not Bev, but uh, Shadi. I said, "How do you play?" You know, and he said, "We did pretty good." I thought the, you know, the ball on his left to his left, right in front of us. On I think it was third down. He really anticipated, nice outcut, scrambled and delivered a nice one down to Marvin Jones. Uh, but I do believe he held the ball a little bit, and I got to find out why. We got to find out why. Well, he's played in environments tougher than that one now, uh, but it is an NFL team, you know, and that's uh, there's good players all over the field. So I, I'm anxious to talk to him. I've not spent, I, you know, we're coaching the game, so I'm going to spend a lot of time. What, what, what did he think? He certainly wasn't awestruck. You know, we just got to, we got to execute better, got to protect him better, and you know, got to get our wideouts healthy and, and just play better. I asked him, and you know, once again, I, I, I just don't know because I don't want to say something I haven't really studied yet. Did any more concerning that you had most of your starters and they had most of their backups, third teamers? 
Concerning? Yeah, everything's concerning. You know, that's my job to be concerned. Yeah. Coach, with practice, CJ had Thursday, pretty good one from what I saw, and then made a couple plays tonight. Are you a little bit, are you much more encouraged? CJ Beathard? Henderson. Henderson. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd, uh, I saw him make a couple plays out there tonight. I'm just like the fact he's getting back into game shape. I'm not sure how many game, uh, how many plays he had, but, uh, you know, that, that COVID knocked the teeth out of him. And then they came back and, and uh, started practicing good. So we just got to get him revved up at game speed and game shape. We get Taven Bryant back tomorrow. Um, we get Philip Dorsett back tomorrow, which is going to be important. DJ Chark's still a little bit of ways away. And I just we need some, you know, we need some juice on offense right now. The shoulder trade. Are you guys paying a portion of his salary? I believe we are. I don't, you know, that's a trend. Yeah, I, I just, you know, I don't want to say something's not true. Can you just take us through why why he wasn't a good a good fit for this defense? I wouldn't say he's a good fit. We felt good about uh, the depth uh, that we have right now at the linebacker position. And um, that was one of those things I just listened and uh, learned a lot about the whole process with that. And uh, I get it. You know, you can, you know, you got special teams value too with you start taking Quarterman and Quincy Wilson and uh, Dakota. And there's another one, uh, Chappelle. So we have four young cats that uh, have some really special teams value to us right now. And Damien, we felt, is really coming on. I'm sorry? How did you feel out there, your first NFL game coaching and then, you know, first game in general? In a, in a I felt years. great until I looked up and saw 85 yards at halftime. <laughs> so, what not. What do you feel as, as positives for your defense? I mean, it seemed, defense? Like, it seemed like the run defense. Yeah, yeah, I thought good energy. I thought uh, we're going to, you know, we are, uh, you know, the Baltimore and it's the Jaguar style of Joe Cullen. I thought the defense line, we made some investment in the defense line. I never felt like we lost the line of scrimmage on the defense. Obviously, we just got to make a couple plays with the balls in here. The two, two, two screen plays came, you know, it was like we never saw a screen before. And they came out, Cleveland executed it good, and we just didn't play well on the screens. Did you find it at all disheartening, even though a lot of the players that were in the game at the time may not even be on your roster, that gave up a 20 play 89 yard drive in the fourth quarter that ate up 10 minutes of the clock. Am I disheartened? Yeah, I mean, when you, just when you see something like that. Yeah, of course, yeah. Just, like you said, I'm not sure. I'll visit with our defensive staff who's on the field, why are they on the field, why do we take every, you know, Coach Strong and I had a little chat like, you know, it's the, the newness to me is the length of the season. I keep hearing that over and over again, and I just, you know, I'm learning. You know, I didn't. I would have kept them in the whole game, but that probably is not very intelligent. The ones or overall, the ones. Um, I think we had two sacks with the ones, but I don't. I'm not sure it was a pressure. You know, I'm sorry. I just. Uh, I'll let you know more this week. You have your first cut down day on Tuesday. Do you walk out of here tonight knowing what you're going to do? Or how no. Gonna... No, that's going to be tomorrow. We're going to, yeah, I think we go down to 85 and then, yeah, just keep cutting each week. Obviously, you're down DJ still. I'm sorry. I'm sorry? Obviously, you're down DJ Chark still. What did you see from the wide receivers that were out there? Were they able to? Create? Just okay. You know, I thought the Visca and uh, LaVisca and uh, Marvin competed really well. I thought the, the, the twos and threes went in there and really competed. I thought, you know, I love Hammond. You know, I love the 
And damn, Tavon Austin shows up in five days and he's all over the field. So I, I love, I like those guys, man. They just practice like that. Uh, so you got Shark and uh, Shark and uh, uh, Philip Dorsett are guys we're counting on. And then Agnew, I pulled him. I thought he had a couple of nice plays, but I, you know, I got him. I pulled him out because he's our returner, and we invested quite a bit into that. So he's going to be with kid gloves until we get to game one. He's so valuable. So I. I I'm not panicky. You know, I just I saw the same thing you did. Let's move the ball down up the field, and we didn't do it. Lopsided game late. A lot of coaches would have been running the ball to get out of there. You're calling timeout. Get guys play. Is that say a little bit about what you're doing, trying to get a look on all these guys, even though? Yeah, I just think it's fair. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna the livelihood of some players are gonna be on at uh, on our hands right now. And so I just kept staring at it. And, and I said, I want to see, you know, I want to see these guys plays. Half those receivers would be gone. And how do you do that without letting them play? You know, and, and you know, I'm, I'm sure Cleveland, Divina, they probably got the same dilemma. That's the way I look at it as you're, as I've been saying all along, I'm trying to take as much subjectivity out of this as I can. And how do you do that? Watch the film and chart it. Thanks, guys. That was head coach Urban Meyer after the Cleveland Browns walk away with a victory in the first preseason game of the season, of the Trevor Lawrence era. Let me get this out of here. I don't like all that. Oh, man, Herbs, you love it. You love it. You love listening to Urban Meyer and the way he talks about the game. Um when he says when he says things like am i disheartened of, of course i'm disheartened like what do you mean of course i'm disheartened what are we talking about like i i just love that that energy urban meyer gives off man because uh you do man you get these goofy ass questions so often in these interviews and so it is it is hilarious to me when uh coaches actually give non generic non you know uh they have some snark to them responses so oh we're back brandon linda let's get back to it hold on as well obviously some things we didn't you know can't speak on it until you truly watch the film you know you always feel a certain type of way but until you watch the film that really that really solidifies what happened out there how did you feel about trevor's command in the huddle tonight i thought he did well i mean a rookie first preseason game i remember how i was then um, I thought he did well. Um, again, room to grow. First preseason game. Excited for what's to come. Coach Meyer mentioned wanting to up the tempo and get you guys to the line faster. How do you fix that? Uh, you just rep that in practice. You know what I'm saying? That's just something you got to do in practice. And that's something that we'll emphasize this week. I think after he came out, you and him came out at the same time, and you guys were sitting on the bench right next to each other. Can you kind of give us an idea of what you guys were just talking about then and what you were telling them? Or what were you yeah, doing? I mean, it's just, number one, here we are back at it, right? It's football, the same game we've been playing since we are kids. Um, I think we're going to be a very good team. We were talking about what went on out there. So, I mean, the kid understands it. He sees it, and he's only going to get better. I wish we had more time to play out there. You know, as we get going everything starts rolling, right? You get to see the defense, see how they're playing. So we were just talking about the two series we had. Brandon, were you able to see what happened on that first sack? Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Um, I think there were some 
we gave up some pressure and you know we couldn't I don't know again same thing you got to watch the film right we need we need more protection it is what it is so were you satisfied Brandon with the offensive line's performance tonight um I mean no I would like to obviously drive down the field those first couple drives score you know first down first down first down you know that's what we had in our mind it didn't go that way again we got to watch the film once we see it we can critique it and good thing is we got next week to to learn and to keep going you talked about your, you remember what you were like your first preseason mm -hmm. so what were you like that second game did that how much did that change oh yeah it changed a lot i mean this is everyone's dream right to be in the nfl playing at their home stadium the crowd was great um yeah, and again, it's football. It's the same game we've been playing since we we're kids. As the season goes on, we get better. Things start rolling, right? You shake out all the nerves, and, and then you just roll. Brandon, does timing set up pretty well for getting a rookie quarterback ready? In other words, you got a long week before New Orleans, and then after Dallas, you got two weeks. So is there a, a couple of windows there for, for Trevor and the offense to keep getting better? Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, again, it's a new offense, new, I mean, new team, right? Every day we're getting better. Every day we're building that cohesion, that communication. That's what you need. It was, it was great. I'm glad we all played. I'm glad he didn't rest any of us, right? Get out there, shake the rust off, rust off for some of us older guys. But, yeah, every day is just going to keep building. How much more would you like to play in the next game? I know you played two series tonight. And did Cleveland do anything that – maybe missed up communication on the line? Uh, no, I don't think they did anything. I mean, yeah, I would like to, the more you play, right, like once we get into that first game, you play the whole game, that's what we love, right? You get to, to start flowing, you get to see what the defense is doing. You know, we're still in camp. We prepped, the, we prepped Cleveland, but it wasn't a full week of film watching and bringing out all the plays. You know, it was a very basic game plan. So first preseason game, Next one, be better. Third one, and then we'll start rolling into the season. Brandon, what are you seeing from Cam Robinson with Walker Little, that battle? We were talking to Cam, and he was pretty blunt, just saying, I have a good relationship with Walker. Oh, yeah, they got a great relationship. Listen, we got a great offensive line room. We all love each other. Um, Cam's playing great. Walker's doing some really good things as a rookie. But don't get it twisted. It's all love in there. What did you think of Ben Barch tonight? Last one. Who? Barch. I thought he did well. Again, got to watch the film. You know, I'm doing my job seeing the defense, so I'm not, like, watching Ben. But I, I thought he did well. So I'm excited. I'm excited to watch the film and see how everyone did. All right, thanks, Brandon. Appreciate, Appreciate it, Brandon. it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that boy is an asshole. I love uh, Brandon Linda. I love every time he comes on and talks. I'm not sure if any. Oh, there we go. There's the man. Let's get right to it. Trevor Lawrence meets with the media. Let's hear what he has to say. I think we're going to go a little different tonight and pick a couple of plays and a that stood out. And a guy. After uh, not getting points in the first two drives. Always. Yeah, you're always wanting to. That's a tough thing I'm learning about preseason. <laughs> you got to take care of yourself and, and the team and. Um, make your plays count when you're in there because you just aren't going to get as many as you'd like sometimes, just depending on how the game's going. So um, I thought we, we were starting to kind of settle in there a little bit. I thought the guys that came in later in the game did great. Um, Cleveland did a good job, big zone team. 
they matched us pretty well. Uh, but no, I mean, I feel like first time out there, I felt comfortable, felt poised. Obviously, the first play is not kind of what you want for the first play, but after that, I thought I thought we did a good job. We communicated well up front. They did a really good job with protection. Uh, at least one of those sacks was on me for sure, just holding the ball too long. So that's something I'll work on, and just maneuvering in the pocket is something I've always, you know, always got to work on. So other than that, I missed missed an easy one um, to Marvin, a little quick out that I wish I would have hit. But other than that, I felt I felt good out there. I thought we were seeing it all on the same page, and there's obviously things to clean up, but I thought it was a pretty good day. For sure, yeah, and that's like anything, like the first play, you're a little bit, you know, especially first game here in the NFL, like you're a little bit nervous, but then after that, you're just playing ball. So definitely felt that setting in, um, was feeling more comfortable. And like in these preseason games, it's just hard to get in a rhythm the way the way we're doing it because we're just trying to get looks and you know a lot of people playing and, and figure it out. So I think we're doing a good job. <clears throat> Obviously, want to win the game. That's that's the goal. So want to get better in, at, from that standpoint. But um, no, I thought the guys we played the whole way through, and I think everybody saw that. After that second series, you spent a lot of time on the sidelines with Marvin Jones like a 10-year bet, what was he kind of sharing with you after that? Yeah, we're just talking. I mean, that's the first time, obviously, we've been together in practice and all that, but in a game, it's different, the communication, and but we had a third down, and <clears throat> we had a certain route on this third down, and we're just talking about, you know, how deep he is, what I'm, what I'm thinking he's going to do, how I'm seeing it, how he's seeing it from his standpoint, and it's just great conversations to have, a guy that's been doing it for a long time, and now playing with a new quarterback, and I haven't played with him before. Those are things you just got to like work out and talk about. So he's awesome, communicates really well. And that's what I was just kind of trying to do with all the guys. Like, this is what I'm seeing here. This is why I did that. That's why I made this call and just working through it. Do you look upon this result tonight as disappointing in any way? Or do you just look upon it, hey, it's a learning experience. It's the first preseason game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's disappointing anytime you lose, but. Um, it is a preseason game, and uh, for us, it doesn't that doesn't change anything. We still want to win, but you do have to take the the nuggets that you can learn from, and uh, some things you're going to do well, and other things it'll kind of show you. I need to work on this. You got to clean this up. So we learned a lot. There's a lot of things that we need to work on, um, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you want to win the game, and and we didn't. So we want to get better at that. You did held the ball a little bit on a couple plays. Would that normally would that be normally where you scramble a little bit and you're just trying not to scramble and take those hits in the preseason? No, not not it wasn't that, but I, I will agree with what you said. I think using my legs a little bit in those situations when protection's great, we're just we're not we don't have anybody open. They're they're just matching us well on defense. They are in a, they had some good zone calls today. Um, <clears throat> just using my legs to extend some plays and put us in a better situation. I think I could have done that a little bit better tonight for sure. But no, I didn't have anything to do with me not trying to um, take a hit or anything. Did you take a minute at all or a second at all to kind of soak it in or just, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think that's something we talked about this week, some of us players, like during the, the national anthem, that's a really cool time to soak it all in. We're all lined up right there. The whole stadium's quiet and you can kind of just reflect and, and know how blessed you are to be out there. And it's it was a pretty cool moment uh, for my first time out there. And really just even to your guys like Linder, like he talked about that. And, you know, this is his eighth year and he's still like that moment is still so big for him every game. So we're all just we're grateful to be out there. Any nerves more so for this game than many other games that you play just because it's the first one NFL now? 
Not really. Um, I mean, a little bit of just like you know, first NFL game, whatever that is. I mean, I, not not really. I usually typically get nervous before the first game of any season, anyways. So that's pretty standard. But um, no, it was exciting. I was I was ready to get out there. It's been a long time coming. This has been my dream. So um, it was good. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, just run after the catch. Super strong, physical runner with the ball, um, and you can see what he does in space. Like we had a few tonight um, that he he did a really good job. He always will make the first guy miss or shed the tackle. So that's something that he's really good at. And then he's just a really dynamic player because he can run any route in the route tree and get open. And then he can do stuff like that where you get the ball in his hands and he can make plays. You talk about the throw you made to Marvin Jones. The way you had time, and you, yeah. you, 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 you watched him run that route, and uh, like you, you read that play. Like, yeah, we, uh, so we had, uh, i to think, right on that play. So I was in the pocket for forever. So that eventually ended up turning into a scramble, basically, because he's seeing me back there like, all right, I hitch up three or four times, nobody's open. And he did a good job of just getting open and reacting. And that's something we've been working through camp is the scramble drill. And I didn't actually scramble, but everyone has that time clock of, all right, the play is not working as it was designed. At this point, we got to make something happen. And he did a good job, reacted quick, went upfield. And at that point, I saw his back turned. I could have probably led him a little bit more. I just didn't want to overthrow him with the DB's back turn. So he made a great catch. Coach Meyer mentioned wanting to up the tempo on the offense, get to the offensive line, or get to the line a little bit quicker. Is that just them getting the play call to you earlier, or are you taking a little bit of a different approach in the huddle? I think it's a little bit of everything. Um, different times, it's different things. Like it's just sometimes you're not going to be able to get the play call in really quick. Like Coach Bev's got a tough job to, to get the right call for that situation. It changes every play. Um, so sometimes it could be that, but I thought we did a good job getting the call in. It's more so now, like early, even when you have different personnel coming in and you're playing a lot of different guys, you got to get used to the flow of substitutions. And we got a big roster right now, so a lot of guys are playing. So it's not always the easiest thing just to come in and out and stay on the ball really fast. So that's something we definitely need to work and get better at. And in practice, having the just the play clock emphasis. Like when I get the call. Let's get it out, get up there quick, try to ID it so we can make adjustments. Because that's what you don't want is to get up there late and not be able to react with the defense is going. You're just snapping it because you got to hurry and beat the play clock. So um, I'm sure that's what he's talking about. And I agree. It's something we got to get better at. But yeah, it's always a little bit tougher when you got so many substitutions right now. Thank you all. Y'all have a good night. Appreciate y'all. All right, that was Trevor Lawrence live after the Jacksonville Jaguars fall to the Cleveland Browns in their first preseason game. Josh Allen is up next. Let me get to him, and then we can proceed. <laughs> so the run defense looked remarkably more stout the entire front from what it was a year ago where it was giving up almost five yards. Mm -hmm. I know you weren't seeing Chubb and, and that crew, but can you talk about the approach of the defensive line tonight and their first group together to be rebuilt? Uh, first and foremost, man, we just, our goal every time we go out, take the field is to stop the run. Uh, that's our mindset because we can't rush the passer. We can't get pressure. We can't do what we need to do. This one stop the run. It's the easiest thing to do in the NFL. And if a team's real efficient, that's what, you know, we're going to continue to do that. So 
our mindset was to come in this game is to stop the run. We didn't know who was going to play. We was ready for whoever. And, uh, you know, we just got to stop the run and get better week in, week out. Screen defense. It looked like you guys. You saw what? Screen defense. Yeah. It looked like they, they got a couple of decent screen passes on you guys. How do you fix it? Uh, I don't know. Run to the ball. I don't know. It's, you know, it's it's just one of those you know, those gimmick plays. Just all about your eyes and just leverage. Uh, so you know, just gotta run to the ball, play with that relentless effort. What, what we coached, and you know, what I'm saying we'll we'll get it fixed. I won't. That's not a hard fix. This game, uh, disappointment that it didn't go better, or first preseason game, so all these new faces, new everything, and so. I mean, first of all, I mean, first and foremost, you know, we we play to win. Uh, by the, I don't care, like for ones, twos, threes, fours, I don't care. Our mindset is to go out there and win, and we didn't win, so you know that kind of hurts everybody. You know what I'm saying? Just just have that pride. You know what I'm saying? We have a pride to us that. We just don't want to lose, and just to come out and lose, you know what I'm saying, it hurts. But I know, you know, I know this team, and I know we're going to, you know what I'm saying, we're going we're gonna to be good, and uh, we're going to keep fighting, and that's what it is. Did you feel like with all the new guys, you communicated pretty well on defense? Yeah, communication, I'm sorry. No, communication was, was uh, something that we did not worry about just coming in just I know because I know we communicate throughout practice and I know it was going to carry on and carry on today so communication wise up front back end like it was I feel like you know uh, we did what we needed to do and I feel like we can always get better and improve but it's definitely a great start and uh, we just need to keep improving weekend oh man Devon has the you know capabilities of being the best nose tackle in the in the whole NFL, and we tell them that. Everybody tells them that, you know what I mean? I truly believe, and like I said, everybody truly believes that he can be the best nose tackle, and I think he is. And, but as long as he believes that, as long as he go out there and does his job, man, he's going to be the best. You've seen a number of guys shipped out the last couple of years. Is it, what's that like when a guy gets traded right before or in training camp like Cho did? the other day uh football uh, you know it's the national football league the more you you play in this league is the more stuff you're going to see you know what i mean as y'all probably know in your profession uh so you just can't take anything for granted uh luckily joe went to a team that needed him most that's a blessing uh that but for a lot of other people it's, it doesn't happen like that so uh you know hope joe and his family transitions well, and I wish him nothing but the best. And uh, any other guy who's about to go through these first cuts, you know, I feel like, you know, we bust, I feel like everybody on this team, do training camp, bust their butt uh, to be on this team. But, you know, we can't have everybody on this team. So, but I think, you know, they keep working, somebody's going to pick them up. What so, what do you say about the, the depth at that position, the inside linebacker spot? The inside linebacker spot? Yeah. We're deep. You know what I mean? I feel like we have a good, you know, I feel like we have a good group in the middle. Uh, and I feel like we just keep playing downhill, play the run, and just do, line, they do linebacker things. <laughs> I feel like we're going to be straight. So really not worried about that. Tyjan stayed on the field for a, a lot longer than a lot of y'all did. What did you say, Tyjan? Kayla, oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Stayed out there a 
a little bit longer than the rest of y'all did. What sort of progress have you seen from him, uh, especially in this new team? I mean, uh, from what I've seen, I saw him get a lot of good rushes in. Uh, when they were, uh, like when the Browns actually started to drop back pass, man, he was getting a lot of good rushes. And so now he's starting to learn how to capitalize on those and set his moves up. Uh, so just seeing the growth from year one to year two is definitely a big improvement. And like I said, I can't just, I can't wait to really just rush with him and just go all out. So uh, it's going to be a fun year to watch us too. It's plus Smoot, uh, Smoot, somebody that was definitely has grown. And I can't wait to rush with him. How would you assess the pressure you put on quarterback as a unit tonight? Tonight? Uh, personally, like me? Like, I mean. I mean, when we put ourselves in a position to rest the passer, I feel like, you know, we're going to live up to, we're going to have that opportunity. But from when I was out there, I feel like, you know, for when it was more quick passes and, you know what I'm saying? So the best we can do is really just push the pocket and get our hands up so we might get tips and passes. So, uh, but later in the season, you know, once we play more and more, we get in more and more situations and more and more different types of plays. And, you know, that's when you can come back to me on that one. They generally don't correlate or indicate how a team's going to do in the regular season. But for a team that hasn't won in, what, 16 games, I mean, how much do you guys feel like you desperately need to win, especially the guys from last year, even if it is preseason? Yeah, I mean, last year was last year. like. I mean, you're not going to get another answer. Like, we have a whole new coaching staff. We have all new faces, as you can tell on the defensive side, all new faces that has not played in a Jaguars uniform before, who's played in a winning culture, who's played on teams that have been successful on defense. And so now they're bringing that here. And I feel like as soon as we play together, as soon as we, like, really connect on a way of, like, okay, I know what you're about to do next, Man, I feel like we're about to be a tough defense. I feel like we're going to be a tough team. I feel like this is going to make us stronger, uh, you know, because we know we know we need to fix. It's not like nobody's out talenting us, you know what I'm saying? It's not like we just got blown out, you know what I mean? Like, we, we, we're going to be straight. We're going to go back to work on Monday. Well, we're going to watch film Monday, get Riju Monday, come back. Wait, no, what's today? Saturday? Sunday. Come back Monday be ready to practice, uh, you know what I'm saying? So. And that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to see how people are going to respond. And, you know, we're ready for the next challenge when it comes. What was Coach Meyer's message sort of after the game? This was his first time in the NFL. He's used to winning. What was his message afterwards? Come to work. Like, like you said, like he's not, like he's not used to that. You know what I mean? And, you know, and that makes me want to play like even harder. Like I want to win you know, for myself and my team, but also this whole coaching staff for him. You know what I'm saying? And because that's the trust that he puts in us and that's the trust that we need to give back to him. So uh, he basically told us to come back to work. You know, he went up to guys individually to talk to them, see how their head was at. And I, everybody I talked to, I know we locked in. Uh, so it's the only way to improve every week and uh, just come back stronger. Josh, what do you think about C.J. Henderson's play tonight, and, and what have you tried to do, if anything, to, to kind of help him get back to feeling like he's, a, he's an important part of this 
I mean, he is an important part of this team. You know, he's been out. He was out for I don't know how long, but I know he was out for a long time. And when he came back, he came back slow. You know what I'm saying? Not slow in play-wise, but just like he has to get back into the swing of things. We've been weeks in, you know, in training camp, and he comes back in the thick of things. So uh, for him just to go out there and make plays like that, uh, I feel like we have a heck of a talent at corner, and I feel like that's just going to make our job a lot easier. Him, Shaq, uh, him, yeah. Damn, I can't even think right now. Eleven o'clock. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Hold on, let me see. Oh no, they sleep. I'm telling. There we go, Josh Allen. Meeting with the media here, and that is it for the post game presses. Now we can hop right. So Agent J is in the building. What's up, baby? Yes. What's going on, man? Oh, can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear yeah, me? Yeah, 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 yeah. I see that. Ooh, that boy brought out the the throwback for this one. Oh yeah, man. I like it. I like bro, it. I like it. Hey, bro. <laughs> boy, you could. I walked into the bud zone. Of, of course, uh, masked up. You can see uh-huh. the COVID. You can see the Delta just. It was a nice <laughs> thick layer of Delta just hanging around in there. <laughs> it's wild. It how was, wild. The, how was the How was the environment? Was the stadium live? I mean, you got there after Trevor yeah. was done, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got after Trevor was done. They were still They were still live. But Gardner was in. Um, so it did good. I don't. Uh, Timmy ain't playing to the end. I don't think. Yeah, a little bit in the end of the second when, half. Or the yeah, we're fucking well, the second half. The second half when fucking um I don't know how much you talked about when but that fucking inter- but that fucking interception that fucking Jake Luton threw, like he threw the ball so fucking high. Yeah. Like who did you think was gonna catch that? Not Tim Tebow. No. God damn. Yeah, that was a ter- that was a terrible throw by Luton. <laughs> terrible, terrible throw by Luton. look decent. Yeah, let's dive into it. So Trevor Lawrence comes out. Trevor goes what? Whoa, uh, first play six of the for, fucking game. Six for eight, 71 yards, 11.8 yards per attempt, and uh, sacked twice. Had a quarterback yeah. rating of 101.6. So overall, how did you feel about Trevor Lawrence's performance tonight? Uh, on that first play, he should have got rid of the fucking ball. <laughs> on the first play from his first play from scrimmage, he should have got rid of that goddamn ball. I don't. I mean, I didn't. It didn't look like. It didn't look like they let him. The, 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 like the pass rush came through like a hundred percent, like super fast. Right. He probably should have got rid of that. But I mean, he looked. But he looked good. Other than you know, what I'm saying that, and then he bounced back right after taking that hit. Mm-hmm. So I didn't see the second sack. I was probably walking up. But I mean, he looked good. But he didn't get no fucking points. So right. Mm. Yeah, I I mean Trevor Trevor came out the first the first play he held on to the ball too long he gets sacked he has the the fumble recover real fast by him. Mm-hmm. Uh, pressure was there it's really hard to judge the 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 first group offensive line right now because as much as we can sit here and talk about the fact that were two sacks right one of those was definitely because he held the ball too long which he also said in his post game presser um, mm. but then when you look at outside of ETN getting stuffed on a carry. I mean, we were running the ball fine. And then Trevor Lawrence had all 
day to throw that yeah. strike to Marvin Jones. All day. Mm-hmm. Like, your job as an offensive lineman is to provide about three to five seconds max. That boy had about eight. We might need to put a <laughs> counter on that because that boy had about eight seconds. That shit was crazy. So uh, that was a great job by the offensive line on that play. Um, and then, uh, you know, Big Ben Barch, um, if I had to grade him, I'd probably say he got a C-plus this game. Wasn't great. Uh, it was okay. Um, Cam Robinson, okay. Uh, probably a little higher, probably B-minus. Jawan Taylor, C-minus to the D-plus. Like, that's where pressure was coming from. It was coming from over there on Jawan. So he looked good early. Like the first couple snaps, he looked pretty decent because I, I didn't, but I, I didn't see too much afterwards that would. Uh, I'll say this: early. I watched Walker Little the entire time he was in the game. That's who I focused on. Walker mm-hmm. Little did not get beat a single play. Mm-hmm. He would get pushed back slightly and recover instantly. He would ride people to the edge constantly. Nobody ever continued to get around. On the touchdown throw, he chucked outside pressure, went inside, and the ball got released. Um, mm. when he, he passed an inside rusher off to pick up a stunt and rush. He did things that I'm so glad Bucky Brooks was talking about because he was pointing out because the average fan's not watching the offensive line. I'm watching this oh, shit going, oh, oh, oh my don't, God. Don't say, don't say the average fan. I know. I'm going I'm to upset some people. I say average fan. They're going to get their feelings hurt. Uh, the average fan, though, is not watching the offensive line, especially when the backups are in. I'm watching Walker Little and uh, Tr- Trayvon Wallace-Sims. Those are the two guys yeah. I'm paying attention to. And bro, How did he play? He, he was okay. He was good. He was yeah. good. Uh, Walker, I think, I think if you had to ask, like, which one, if I had to only pick one from this game only, Derwin Gray. Mm-hmm. Or Wallace Sims, Gray probably had the better game today. But then again, mm-hmm. he's on the same side as Walker Little, and Walker mm-hmm. Little shutting everything down. So that could that could make that can that can really have a big impact. And Tyler Shatley played good. Tyler Shatley played good. Shat did give up that inside pressure. I don't know what he thought. I don't actually. You know what? Let me apologize. Carlos Hyde should have picked up the blitzer, mm-hmm. um, and and Shat pointed it out. But I just feel like as a lineman, you have to close that gap a little sooner. Don't allow that man to just come free. He punches his guy. He stands his ground. He gets down. The blitzing backer who showed blitz prior comes right through the A-gap. And Carlos Hyde got smoked on the block, which that was upsetting mm-hmm. to me because Hyde is supposed to be very good in, 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 in the, the pass yeah, pro. At 100%. Yeah. So that was like, ah, what the fuck? I mean, overall, it's the first preseason game, you guys. Like, this is yeah. what – the reason the preseason is so important is because they're not able to do the things that they're able to do in a preseason game of practice. We talked about this. So this is the first time they've went against other people. This is the first time they've been able to feel real contact. And I think there's a lot good that we could talk about. Let's bring on Stone Cold Steve Boston. Let's see what he thought about Trevor Lawrence's performance and the first preseason game. Steve, what's up, baby? Oh, Steve ain't got no mic. You ain't got no mic. Come out. Come back in, Steve. All right. So I will say this, though. Gardner Minshew probably had. You played yourself. <laughs> Gardner <laughs> Minshew had a terrible showing. Um, probably as bad as his first rookie <laughs> preseason showing. Um, I don't know if that will affect his roster spot. We'll see. 
But let's let's give Stone Cold another. Oh, he's out again. And then we'll try him again. I don't know if it will affect his roster spot when it's all said and done, but we'll get on to that later. Let's get back with Stone Cold and talk about what he felt about Trevor Lawrence's performance today. What's up, man? Nope, you're not there. Go all the way out, close it, and come back in. Like, close the app, close the page, re-click the link, come back in. Um, so, uh, I will say this. The throw to Marvin Jones was a thing to do. The throw to Marvin Jones leading him, putting it in a spot where only his receivers could get it, noticing his back was turned, having the awareness to dial back on the throw so he didn't overthrow him, all the things he mentioned in the presser, very poised. Very great. No chaos going on. He was very calm, cool, and collected. Let's try Stone Cold one more time. Stone Cold. You got me this time. Oh, boy. All right. There we All go. All right. So talk to me. How'd you feel about Trevor Lawrence's performance in the first preseason game against Cleveland? How'd you feel about the game overall? Well, I was surprised it took C.J. Beathard to get us on the board with a touchdown. As that surprised I. me. Uh Minshew uh, had his Minshew moment, if you will, just hopping around in the back if there was a little bit of pressure. Mm-hmm. Came back to bite him in the butt. Uh, Trevor, he played pretty good ball. Uh, the, I agree the one time he held on to it a little too long, and the other the pass rush just got there real quick. Otherwise, he did he did pretty good. I hope we get to see him a little bit more next week. And I think we will. I think, you know, Urban Meyer said it, you know, best during his presser. He, he said he wanted to leave him in the whole damn game if it was up to him. Obviously, Bevel and them are trying to tell him, say blood. This ain't how that works. You got to chill. Bevel? Shaka. You only get to drop my Ferrari twice around the parking lot. Bring him back. Like, Bring him back. He's not ready yet. He's not ready, man. He's not ready yet. Yeah, so I think I though, what, that was though. interesting. Cleveland, they were throwing it quick because, like, our pass rush was just – it was almost there the whole the, game. The amount of pressure we put on this game was more than we did the entire year last season. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I, I'm on social media a lot throughout the game, and I'm seeing the comments in these groups, and I'm like, oh, my God, if y'all don't shut the – take your phone away. Facebook, since we're streaming on Facebook, YouTube, and all social media platforms right now, I encourage – I encourage Zuckerberg and the owners of these social outlets, please, please. (laughs) Part of the process to open an account should include an aptitude test of some kind. And in order to make a post regarding a certain thing, you should have to first take an aptitude test on said thing. People are taking comments... And they're taking his first preseason game and making comments like, oh, we're still a 1-15 Jags. Oh, we fucking suck. Oh, uh, Trevor Trevor looks terrible because he can't be blocked. Nobody can protect him. What the fuck are we doing? Receivers can't get open. It works. We suck still. Shut the fuck up. None of that shit is accurate. I'm, I'm, I got a guy saying that, that we can't stop anything on defense. Bro, that defense at times looked like top Five top ten caliber defense. There was at one point these guys had, uh, what was it like? Tw- what was it? Eighteen rushes for like twelve yards at one time in the game. Eighteen carries for like twelve yards, bro. That that no, nah, it right was there, uh, eight. It was like eighteen carries for like twenty seven yards. That's crazy. I'll take that every day. 
It was less than two yards per carry. Yeah, it was. It was. It was crazy. So that's from a that's from a, a brand new defense coming together for the very first time, and they're on the field and they they're just making it work. Shaq Griffin locked down everything in the vicinity. C.J. Henderson comes in from three days worth of camp, has three huge pass breakups. Tyson Campbell, except for the one give up, locks shit down. And even on that play, was in perfect position. Coverage was great. He just didn't high point the ball. He couldn't See, find I the ball. He had issues with that in college. See, he, I, he missed the ball. I missed the I missed the – I missed the CJ Henderson when I got in. I, I maybe I just wasn't paying attention because I went into my season and I went kind of gallivanting around, bro. It was yeah, it he, was had, some... he had three big breakups, dog. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was three big breakups, all in all in key all at key moments. I'm talking about key moments. Big third down, fourth Henderson, down plays. That's that's what it was. So CJ was a, a big player in big plays, making uh, or coming out in big situations, making big plays. I'll tell you this though. The person I was most impressed with on defense, Andre Cisco. He didn't get the pick that I said. He almost got it. He almost got it off that off that yeah in 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 the red zone right there at the goal line. I thought he was going to. I thought he was going to. I really did. Um, and then did you see he was he was the one right on Buddy's heels on the kick return that mm-hmm. uh, got called back that almost broke. Yeah, the opening kick right return. No, 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 not the opening kick return. He, he was on Buddy's heels at the end of the game in the fourth quarter when we gave up a massive kick return for 90, or punt return, rather, for 90 yards. That was Andre Cisco right on his ass. And uh, it was Rusnick who wound up making a big fucking hit. That was a stick, too. That was a beautiful hit by Rusnick. But, yeah, no, Andre Cisco was the man on his heels. And then he turned around and stayed on the field and proceeded to play defense afterwards. So, shout out Andre Cisco. He is exactly what we thought he was. He is a ball hawk. He was everywhere. Um, I tell you what, though, uh, Devon Hamilton—he's gonna be a beast. He's a—he's a man. He's just yeah. a fucking man. That entire defensive front was a fuck. They were—they were all men. I mean, really. Uh, Adam Gotsis looked great. Roy Robinson Harris looked great. Uh, J- J- uh, Jordan Smith had so many opportunities to make plays tonight. He was in the backfield consistently. Kalevon Chason was in the backfield consistently. Josh Allen was wreaking havoc. Josh Allen. Did you see Jordan Smith off. threw up? He threw up. Yeah, he hit the Willie Beeman. Yeah, <laughs> look, he threw up. I'm talking about just. Uh, I was like, oh yeah, Excellent and then he's fucking and strapped up, and strapped up, strapped Let's up. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Smoot. Smoot had a great game. Uh, just great performance by all of these boys, man. It was beautiful across the board. So I think the defense is something that we were curious about. If you mm-hmm. go back and listen to previous shows, or if I was to ask any one of y'all, what do you feel about this team going in? Where's the question mark? It wasn't going to be on offense. It was going to be on defense. And this Bro. defense looked very, very capable tonight. You take away those two big screen passes, and then you realize that at the end of the game, I mean, first of all, we need to have a conversation with why Trey Herndon was on the outside to start the game. Guys got ran over. We need to have a conversation about that. I'm not I'm not very appreciative. First of all, that wasn't on a depth chart, Urban. We need to have a conversation mm-hmm. about why you're altering things on my depth chart. I already had a show about it. Once we have a show about it, you can't make changes like that. <laughs> There's no reason Trey Herndon all of a sudden gets moved to outside. Sidney Jones was there. CJ Henderson was there. Tyson Campbell was there. Why the fuck was Trey Herndon moved back outside? He's a nickel. Play him at the nickel. Don't put him outside no more. 
I will Andrew say this. Wiener got his bell rung. He got his fucking <laughs> yes. Yeah. He got his block knocked off. Um, I'll say this: we ran a lot of fucking man. That was beautiful. Mm-hmm. We ran a lot of man. I think we are very capable <clears throat> of doing that. I think we can man press all fucking day with the athletes we have in the. Yeah, secondary. we just gotta get better on that screen. Yeah, the screen. So I mean, <laughs> that's the only thing that beat us. It is. I mean, it, they dink and dunked us to death. Basically, and they just were able to turn checkdowns or screen passes into big plays. Um, that shouldn't happen. We have to do a better job, but they disguised it really well. I'll tell you this. Um, two of those, well, there were only two screens. Both of those screens, the linemen were illegally downfield. Uh, offensive mm-hmm. lineman is not allowed to be deeper than a yard downfield before the ball is thrown. Both of mm-hmm. those guys were like three to four yards downfield already. We need to have a conversation about somebody. Urban need to be a somebody. Excuse me. You can't fucking do that. That's illegal lineman downfield, sir. But mm-hmm. regardless, didn't get called. It's our job to fix it. We got to handle it better. Uh, but when you get that much pressure, and I think that comes with the nerves. They're coming. These guys are about it. They don't care what they're reading. They know mm-hmm. their assignment is kill target A, and that's what they're trying to do. And they're coming through full speed, and they don't care. Oh, they're not even thinking in their head, wow, he just let me beat him. He just let me in. Maybe he's mm-hmm. running the script. No. They were dependent on the secondary uh, or the linebackers to make it. I'll say this. Offensive, I'm sorry, defensive line, I give them an A. Secondary, I give them B plus, A minus. I don't know exactly which. Probably, probably Tyson Campbell going to probably make it a B plus just because he couldn't jump on that ball. If he jumps on that ball, it's a pick. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, what you, bro, Shaq, Shaq, Shaq Griffin should have had a pick that first play. He did something. All he turned around. I said, yeah, but if he would have turned his head all the way around, he would have he would have said this. He played perfect uh, man, like man defense. Like he just went into the play of the body. Fuck the body. When you turn your head around, you you don't have to worry about the body no more. Because if you would have turned all the way around, he could have shed the he could have shed the receiver, plant his foot, get both hands up, mm-hmm. out. But Speaking of Shaq, still good. I mean, played well. Shaq Quarterman, Shaq Quarterman should have had an interception mm-hmm. on the second touchdown. Shaq Quarterman is the reason we gave up touchdown number two. It wasn't because they beat the inside corner on the play on the slant route. They ran double underneath in the red zone. Shaq mm-hmm. Quarterman lined up shaded to the left, and then he decided to sprint straight over in his zone towards the right as opposed to slide. He turned his hips and went towards the right, expecting the ball to go there. Well, you expected mm-hmm. wrong, sir, because all, all the quarterback did was read you and then yep. throw to the other guy. Yep. You had basically double slants underneath, and your job is to stay there and, and, and make him guess, and hopefully he guesses wrong. You committed far too early to slant A, which allowed them to hit slant B. So he's got to make sure that doesn't happen. Shaq, that's just a young guy move. You can't just turn the hips and go. Like you're sitting, you're sitting down in that zone for a reason. Stay there. Yeah, make him make Allow the decision. Those. Yeah, make right. him make the decision. You can't just because make the you moment let him you make it left. Easy. Yeah, the moment easy. you left, it's an easy toss. It's an easy toss yep. because he's always gonna get inside position on the corner. He's always gonna do that because the corner is then in a better spot to knock the ball out. Mm-hmm. So they'll give that up every day. They'll give that up every day, no problem. So, uh, definitely they got to do better with that. Uh, but those are just little things, man, and that's what the preseason is for. I'll tell you this. When it comes to all the linebackers that played tonight, I was I was pretty uh, – I don't want to say happy because, I mean, once we got past the starting group, it was okay. I was, I was very pleased with how Shaq performed. Mm-hmm. 
I was. I, you know, we know Shaq is slower. Um, and I felt like Shaq did a really good job playing that three four, demanding control of the defense. I felt like he did a good job. Well, Shaq was always more of a downhill run stuffer. He was never the best in coverage, but that's something you can teach him. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Tavon Austin tied Marvin Jones with 52 receiving yards to lead the team. But he got a tutty. And he got the tutty. He dropped the extra point, the extra point, but damn, it's all right. Uh, it was broken up. You know, give the DB credit. He, he got his hand in there. But, yeah, you got to hold on to it. But uh, Tavon Austin makes this team. Yeah, it's looking like it. He's, he's, really, he's really fucking up my, my, my depth chart situation. Mm-hmm. Which, a lot of shit fucked up your depth chart situation. But that's what I said. But that's, why I said that's, that's why I was the way too early. It really has. And uh, I realized cuts are Tuesday, fellas. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Tuesday. Gotta cut five. We gotta cut five. Five. So before the show, we'll guess our five. Uh Tavon Austin, oh, I have a beef with Tavon Austin. I actually news just came out from uh TIA Bayfield. Hold on, let me read it. Uh it says that Tim Tebow punched Tavon Austin in the face in the locker room for stealing the only target he got. <laughs> um Tavon Austin jumped in front of Tebow. And stole the the pass, uh, so Tebow knocked him out in the locker room. Shout out Tim, good yeah. for you, son. He hit him with the Jesus fist, like bro. Seriously, he was wide open. Tebow was streaking downfield on a seam route, turns, mm-hmm. finds a soft spot in the zone. The ball's coming right at him. Tavon Austin just jumps in front of him and takes the ball. I'm like, no, no. What are you doing? And then Luton. Makes a half-ass attempt to target him later. It was it was ridiculous, bro. I was so angry. Tebow was open a lot. Yeah, yeah, he was. Tebow was open a lot. They just didn't throw his way. Um, that's disheartening. Uh, that Tyler Davis touchdown should have been Timmy. He was literally in two plays before, and Luton was not throwing him the ball. Uh, then all of a sudden. He decides to throw it to the tight end, and he throws it to fucking Tyler Davis. Look, I tell you that interception threw that bitch way too fucking high. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Well, they said it was tipped at the line. That's what they said on the, oh. on, the on the broadcast. They said it was tipped okay. at the line. So, uh, I guess. Did you see that hopscotch like, uh, <coughs> throw Minshew did before the half? The Hail Mary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, like, I mean, it was the end of the, I mean, it was the, end of the half. It was really, end of the I half. I don't have an issue with it. They were making comments about, oh, that's Minshew's arm. No, bro. Minshew was about to get hit. He steps up in the pocket. Then he goes running, and he's like, well, shit, it's the end. I just got to kind of chuck it. He didn't wasn't able to get good body position. He just kind of jumped and threw it. So it didn't even have all his arm into it. It was a Hail Mary. It got Ooh. back where it needed to go, uh, and somebody picked it off. It's like, that happens, bro. What are we talking about? All we do, we need to be talking about the fact Travis Etienne got a strip. Okay? Travis Etienne with the yeah. first fumble. Okay? With the fumble. Travis Etienne forces fumble. Travis Etienne uh, basically causes the, uh, you know, or, or helps to cause the first turnover uh, at Jacksonville Jaguar 2021 season. So, whatever. No big deal. Travis Etienne running back. Special nah, team shout player. out to Etienne. My boy showed out today a little bit. All right. All around question. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys watched the other games during the day. How do you think some of the rookie quarterbacks that we know of did? <coughs> 
They all did good. I don't think any of them did bad. I think Justin had a slow start, and then he got into it. Yeah, I mean, but think about this. If Trevor had as long in the game as Justin Fields had. Oh, yeah, I know. It'd be a different story, right? Probably same for Zach Wilson. Now, I don't know how long Trey Lance got, but his second drive, he throws a, a deep ball for a touchdown. His no, Trey Lance, yeah. Touchdown. <laughs> yeah, Trey Lance looked kind of good too. But like I say, if, if, if they give Trevor, like I say, Trevor gets some more some more reps, he's gonna score. I mean, you know what I'm saying? But it just it wasn't in the cards today. Like I said, them two sacks really fucked the fucked both drives up. You know what I'm saying? Especially that first drive. You can't take a sack right there, bro. That's, that's we're still getting a lot of pressure the though from the the special teams put us in shitty spots every time, too. Like, Trevor Trevor gets the ball in terrible situation to begin with both times. And, you know, we start the game off with a big kick return, 60-plus yards. And then it gets it, it just – they take it back. They take it back because of a penalty, bro. We can't have that. We can't have that. We have to do better. Uh, special teams look like they're going to be good, though. Josh Lambeau with the missed field goal. I know that won't happen often. I'm not worried about it, but um, – Kind of makes you understand why Rojas was around. I mean, you yeah. got to have the options. Lambo is coming oh, back oh, from oh, the Huh? I said, I don't know what the hell is going on with Lambo. <laughs> no, it's, you know, he's coming off an injury, man. He's coming off an injury I, I, to I that hip. Like, that's different. That's different for a kicker, it, it, man. It's, it's hard. Those 40s are usually, like, just simple chip shots for him. Yeah, but that was before he got a busted-ass hip. You got a busted ass hip that, that that it just swings different, man. And then you know he, he could be he could be kicking with fear. It, it, it's hard to say. Honestly, he could be done. Like if we want to be honest, when a kicker gets a lower body injury like that, they could be done. Your leg yeah. is just not meant to do that. Mm-hmm. And so if you're going to continue to move your leg in that manner, um, this very well could be done. It would suck. It really would. But um, and I hope that's not the case. I don't believe it's the case, but it is a possibility. That injury could be a, a killer for a kicker. When we're talking about the, your, the hip, that's that's no bueno. Yeah, it's so, not good at all. Uh, we'll Did you see. see the ass-whipping the Broncos put on Minnesota? That was incredible. That was what I was expecting us to do tonight. Yeah, boy, were our predictions completely off. You know what? I don't even know what they were. I raced them off the board. They never existed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 33 to 6. I mean, yeah, Jesus was crazy. Christ. That was crazy. But that's what happens when you have two starting quarterbacks. That's Yeah, that's the Drew Locke actually did pretty good. Drew Locke looked damn good. Teddy Bridgewater looked damn good. They came out. That was what I was expecting tonight. I was expecting to see a, a totally different Gardner Minshew. I wish Gardner would have got in again. I don't like how they, they kept him out after that. I felt like Gardner should have got another series. Um, but whatever. Uh, just a chance to redeem himself. He threw up a Hail Mary. You put him in position to throw that Hail Mary. You could have tried to kick a long-ass field goal. You didn't. Uh, Lambo's kick 60-plus. You could have You could have put him out there tried for what would have been like 68, 69-yard field goal. You could have tried it. Uh, but you wanted to throw a Hail Mary. Um, and knowing that a Hail Mary typically results in an incompletion or interception more so than a, an actual reception. So you were hoping for a P.I. maybe? Yeah, but you put Mitchell in a bad situation in that, and uh, when he gets and you let him go out. Uh, I didn't like that, but it is what it is. I mean, we all know Mitchell's not. This isn't an actual quarterback competition. We know that. Um, we know this is Trevor's team. We know that, and we know that Gardner Minshew, um, as of right now, is still the backup quarterback on this team. I know CJ Bedford looked good. CJ was also playing against like threes and fours. Mm-hmm. 
Like, we have to remember that. We do this every fucking time. Jaguar fans forget. We do this every fucking time. They loved Alex Magoo ass, too. They love mm-hmm. Brandon Allen ass, too. Like, they love to love to love the guys that nobody's talking about or the backup, backup, backups. They love Quinn Gray, too. Yeah, I always love the third string quarterback. Yeah, like, bro, listen, they're not playing against the same guys. <laughs> well, I mean, Minshew was probably playing at least maybe the sec- the twos playing, and maybe some of the twos. threes. He's playing twos. Yeah, I'd I mean, say twos third, and a little the, bit of three in there. It was the third <clears throat> drive. It's the third drive. They're playing twos. They have You might have some threes. And then you have guaranteed nothing but threes and fours in that second half. Unless you're us, you know, we continue to try Walker Little out the entire game. Shout out to him. My man played the entire I'm not going to stop talking about Walker Little. He was doing his business. That Well, that's a conversation that needs to be had. That's a conversation that needs to be had because Walker Little is the second string left tackle. And he played the entire game. Why? Because they wanted to see. They wanted His Halloween to costume should just be a brick wall. He's that good. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. that was stupid. No, he's – I mean, bro, like, if you get an opportunity to watch the replay of this game and just, just fast forward to everything until Walker Little is on the field and watch him every single snap, it is absolutely beautiful. Watching his hands, violent hands, great feet. I mean, he just moves well. When it looks like he might get beat, he drops that ass down and anchors down doesn't allow him to continue to gain more ground. I mean, just overall great. He mauled, I mean, mauled a defender uh, 10 yards down the field on a run play that allowed Daria Wale to get eight-yard carry. It was beautiful. Uh, Walker Little had a great game. Yep, the great wall of Little. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I got my board over here that said, my takeaways from the game, 16 can throw. 15 can't, 38 is fire, 72 is king, 23 is lockdown. That's up. That's up. CJ Henderson was like, shit down, bro. I don't understand. Like, they didn't, they didn't complete a pass on him. They didn't complete a pass on Shaq. Um, Sidney Jones got, okay, we need to, so, so I just seen somebody say Sidney Jones had a good game. Sidney Jones made a lot of tackles, but Sidney Jones was getting beat on them quick routes. Uh, Sidney Jones may not be the best option at man for man coverage. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's too early to say, but Sidney Jones may not be the best man coverage corner because he's losing those those battles, and now he's making a tackle. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are tight. We're pressed. We're pressed, pressed. I mean, we are on their hip. Chris, Chris Claybrook's on the hip. I mean, these guys are on their hip, but they're half a step behind every time, except for CJ and Shaq. <laughs> Well, and Tyson, and Tyson, and Tyson. Tyson wasn't a step behind nothing. He just mm. didn't make a. He just didn't make a play on the ball. Um, <coughs> I don't think he could locate the ball. I'm gonna tell you that. That's mm. what I think it is. I think when he's got his head around, he could not find the ball, and he panicked. Because if you notice, when he gets around, mm. his body does this weird, like what the fuck, like oh no, where is it? And then he gets lost. He isn't able to do anything. He mm. tries. But the coverage itself, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Number yeah, you guys seven, stay number there. Seven, yeah. that, that receiver, you got to keep him. <laughs> you got to keep him. That bitch went, bro, that kick by Lambo was not good. It mm-hmm. went to the one yard line. The, 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 the man, the return man, scoops it on the one, goes to take off. You're telling me 
that number seven is so fast, he's able to get from the 30 to the fucking 10 mm-hmm. before the ball hits the ground and hit this man. He gets through blockers and everything. And not only yeah, does ridiculous. he get there, he breaks down, wraps him up, and doesn't let him go, gets a tackle at the 11. Come on, bro. That's that's uh, that's different. That's different. Maybe Dewey's done done, and we can bring seven in. Let's bring seven in. I don't know. I forgot his name. Johnson? What's his name? Johnson. Um, something Johnson. Something Johnson. I doubt. What are doing? I'm going to learn his name. I'm going to learn his name for that. Then I left my program over there. Yeah, we're going to learn his name for that. It's like Javon. Maybe Javon Johnson. Javon. Javon. Mm, let me see. I'm going to go look in the app real quick. Look that's, uh, yeah, that was nice, man. Shout out to him, though. Shout out to him. That was a great job on special team. Real good. Real, real good. Um, Jamal Agnew. Uh, we had a Jamal Agnew sighting. Yeah, they don't got him. Uh, they might have just brought him in because they don't they don't even have a number seven. He not even on the roster on here. They said he was brand new. He said half of y'all won't know who he is. They said it on the broadcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not even on the roster on the website. Yeah, no, he's not. No wonder your depth charts fucked. Yeah, because look, we had two. Cause look, we had two thirty fours. Yeah, Tavon Austin and the dude on defense was thirty four. Well, yeah, that happens sometimes. Yeah, I was just saying it was just they didn't, but you know they didn't have him in the program either because he's just I, he just got there. I wonder if Tavon Austin had a number because on the website he don't even have a number. Maybe he just picked a number last second. Shit, I, I think yeah, Tavon thirty five. I think Tavon thirty four. I think Tavon Austin expects to. Uh, I think he expects the, to make this team, and he's going to take a number after some folk get cut. Yeah, because he's not right. Because right now he's not even on the uh, on the app. He's not on the de- on the roster at all. Who that? Who that? Tavon. Tavon Austin. Yeah, I mean Jeff Cotton out there wearing number thirty five. Yeah, at a wide receiver position. That's just how many people are on his rosters, and that's you know what that really is. That's because we got all these single digit players now. You got these single digit guys coming in. Really, we don't have a lot. We just have Rudy Ford. And uh, Rayshon, mm-hmm. but you know they they start taking single digits. Wide receivers got to start changing shit up. They got to start looking for numbers elsewhere. Because I mean, really, we have 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9. And you're not allowed to wear eight, or Cisco would be. Then we have seven. That's Johnson. Six, five, four, three, two, and one. Like mm-hmm. all the single digits are filled. I mean, everything from from twenty down is filled. So. Um, and then all the 80s are taken by tight ends, mostly. We have so many. Yeah, I think the only <laughs> the only no, 80 number open is 82. You're not allowed to wear it. Yeah, ain't nobody wearing that. That's crazy. How you let somebody wear 82, but you don't let them wear 87? Oh, you don't let somebody wear 82, but you let them wear 87. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of wild. Yeah. But... Uh, overall, man, I'm just I'm, I I want to say this to the Jaguar fans. I want to say, you know, pump the brakes. Those of y'all who are overreacted, pump the brakes, relax. It's okay. It was it's a preseason game. I hope you watch this with the with the hope of seeing something positive or that you were looking for something specific because that's what the preseason is for. Once Trevor went out the game, I wanted to see what the offensive line looked like with Gardner in the game, how the offense moved. I saw it. I didn't like it. Then once uh once CJ came in, Walker Little was in. I paid attention to him. I paid attention to Wallace Sims. I watched them. Um, I watched how quickly Bethard was able to get the ball out. 
I didn't I didn't care about the running game at that time because it was a Goomba Wale. Uh, so I didn't really focus on him at all. I wanted to see how the receivers look. Laquan Trent <coughs> did his thing. He was mm-hmm. able to make some make some plays. Uh, your boy Josh Hammonds was able to make some plays. Farrell Cooper had a nice play. Yeah, I'm good. To, I'm happy he bounced back from that drop he had. He came back and made that next catch. Mm-hmm. I mean, CJ Beathard didn't have to worry about his blind side at all. <laughs> Mr. No, Little. Yeah, no, no, no. CJ, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, so, well, I mean, it's it's still too early, obviously, because it's just one little glimpse. But week one, Walker Little is in this starting lineup, yes or no? Uh, from how he played, yeah. Oh, yeah, That'd if he keeps right. that up the next two games, oh, yeah, starting all the way. If I mean, he's like not said, in the starting lineup, yeah, he was yeah, He's he going to push Juwan. Yeah, he's going to have to push Juwan, I guess. That's part of that. I mean, I'm guessing that would be the best. Do you do you move <coughs> Cam Robinson to right tackle no. and walk a little to left? No. Why? I mean, I don't. I just don't know if he. I don't know if Ken Robinson can do the right tackle. He played it. He played some. He played previously. He has experience at it. I so say he, that because he said he's, he he's never played right tackle. So that's what I'm going off of. He played right tackle. They talked about that shit before. He played, he played some right tackle. Um, or unless they lied, the media lies. I won't say that, but they say yeah. That. But he, I remember um, when they drafted him, and they had, he was like, "No, I never play right. I play on the left tackle." I say that too. I want left tackle money. Yeah, Tevin but, Jones. Yeah, thank you, Jack. Um, but I I say that because he he's not the future, right? Uh, if you have to move him to left to right tackle, he's definitely not the future because apparently he doesn't want to play that shit, right? So he's gonna go somewhere else. Uh, but. I don't want to move my premier left tackle to right tackle for one season because I paid this guy a ton of money with the franchise tag. I would rather move him, the one-year guy, over and keep my left tackle, be my left tackle, and walk away. Yeah, yeah. That's, what I, that's the only reason I would because I just do don't see the point not- in swapping him back and forth. He is a franchise left tackle. I'm just saying. After one oh, yeah. He's again, the ne- I'm saying He's it. the next Vicelli. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that shit is like – that's hella bold to say this early – but I didn't see anything that concerned me. I love. I'm gonna love to hear what Baselli has to say about it on the radio this week. I'm gonna tune in for sure. Yeah. I haven't tuned in to breakfast with Baselli in a while, but I'm gonna tune in for this one because I really want to hear what he has to say about Walker Little. I feel it's gonna be vastly different than what we've heard him say about Cam Robinson, and Juwan Taylor. He's been nice yeah. to both of them. He's been very nice. Yeah. To both of those guys. But Walker Little is a different. <coughs> And I'm glad that they, they talked about it on the broadcast. They said, let's remember, this was the number one prospect coming out of, of high school. He goes to college, and he dominates. Then he gets hurt, and then he chooses to opt out for COVID. Mm-hmm. So that's it. The man, yeah. man would have played last year. He would have been drafted up there with Panay Sewell. He opted out, and it was genius. Because you're getting him back now, and he's got two years. I mean, he's already a season removed, an entire year, rather, removed from ACL surgery. So it's not like Cam Robinson where you you get hurt, you finally get back, and then you have that off year where you're trying to recover from ACL still. You're a year removed, but now you got to get used to it. No, he's had an entire year off already after the rehab. So he's good. His body is good. He's a man. 
And I'm very excited about Walker Little. But I want to talk about Andre Cisco a little bit again. That guy was flying all over the fucking field. <laughs> Everywhere. Bro, going crazy, bro. <clears throat> Are you kidding crying. me? Yeah. It's like watching watching Andre Cisco's like like when you watch everybody else, it's like they're playing without the turbo button. Mm-hmm. And Andre Cisco got his shit smashed down. Definitely. Andre Cisco, Andre Cisco is like playing with the with the sliders move to the right. Like mm-hmm. that guy can move. That guy blew up a lead blocker on third and one. He blew this gentleman's ass back into the running back. The running back bounced off the blocker, was like, oh shit. And then he tried to get around. He wound up getting around it. But I, oh my God, if a defensive end was just present on that play. We we stopped. Oh, it. so they were asking who called who who called the Cisco food truck when he hit him. Oh, boy! I'm trying to see if there's any if they got highlights on YouTube. Andre Cisco hit that gentleman so hard, it was great. Patrick too. Let's talk Patrick, the defensive end. Patrick. Oh yeah, that was a one-handed sack. Strong hands, strong yeah. hands. The rip move to beat the guy was nasty. I mean, Patrick looked really good. The defensive line might be the de- – like we say this uh, <laughs> we said this about the wide receiver position, but the defensive line might be the deepest position we have on the team. I mean, Doug Costin was playing in the fourth quarter. Doug mm-hmm. Costin was a starter last year. Doug Costin was getting praises from around the league last year on his quality of play. He was playing in the fourth quarter. I'm about to say, Adam, at, uh, Adam Gotsis was still playing in the third quarter. Shit, they put the highlights up. They just put the highlights up uh, NFL on YouTube. All right, so we'll break the we'll, we'll take a look at that real quick. Then we'll happen. We'll give our five cuts, um, and then we'll get up out of here. We ain't here all night. I got yeah. shit. To, I got to get to the airport in the morning. Jaguars twenty twenty one highlights. <sighs> Let's do that. Let's do that. So let's pull the highlights up. Give a big shout out to the good folks over at the Miller Creative Group, 904 Printing, Anchor, and Deck Fence, and the Do Vault. I appreciate them. Them? Them? Them. I appreciate them. <laughs> nope, I don't want the post game show. I don't want that. No, I just had in Jaguars versus Browns in the NFL. It says like an hour ago, week one damn highlights. Mm-hmm. Jaguar versus Browns highlights. There it is. Nope. Yep. Nope. Yep. Yep. That's it. Got it. All right. Help YouTube by answering a question? No. Skip ad. The fuck y'all think this is? Want to help y'all? All right. Here we go. Let's look at these highlights. I got to. I got No, I can keep Steve on. I got to mute him. All right, there we go. Screen share, back at it like a jackrabbit. Let's look at the highlights and break it down. He's got two backs and two receivers on first to ten at his own 25-yard line. Going to throw. Finds a man and... He's blanketed. He's on his hip the entire fucking time. It is caught out near... Tatum barks out the signals and takes the snap. Under some pressure, sets up the screen, and Johnson's got it. And the running back is across midfield. And that goes back to what we talked about. You can't get too deep. When you feel that they're allowing you to get deep, you have to change up. They allowed him to get way too deep on that. Throw. 
Finds a man, and it is caught out near. Keenum barks out the signals and takes the snap. Under some pressure, sets up. Look at that. Everybody's back here. Everybody's back here. This guy has got to blow this play up. This guy has to, you have to take out the lead blockers. The screen, and Johnson's got it. And the running back is across midfield. And in motion of first and 10 at the Jaguars 41 yard line this time. Keenan with a short drop, turns and fires. He's got a receiver. Second and fourth, the Jaguars 35 yard line. Corners are pressed up on the outside. And Keenan is deep in the pocket. Under a bit of pressure, turns and dumps it out. He's got Johnson. He's got a first down, puts his shoulder down. Trey Herndon needs to get the fuck from out there. Shout out to that pressure off the edge on that side, though. That was crazy. Almost got him. This is the eighth play of the opening drive of the preseason for Cleveland. Keenum back to throw, looking under pressure. Turns and dumps the ball away, and the defense did exactly. More pressure. And the kick will go towards the south end zone. There's the snap, the placement, the kick up on the way, and it. This kid has looked really good in training camp. He's got a lot of people excited. There's the snap, time in the pocket, and he is going to lose the ball as he sacked on his first play. Four seconds. Trevor held on to the ball for four seconds right there. A little too long, man. A little too long. Let's go back just a little bit. Let's go back just a little bit. Let's see where the pressure comes from. In training camp. He's got a lot of people excited. One, snap, two, time in the pocket, three, and he is four. going to lose the ball as he sacked on his first. That's AJ Can who got beat for the for, for, for the wham bam. That's AJ Can. But four seconds, you have to make a decision at that point. I'm glad he's confident and stood strong. This though, this shows you some shit. Why are you still over here? What the fuck are you doing? Why is everybody else here and you're over here? Well, that's that's a problem. First play. Did you realize who was out there? That was Tim. Tim Tebow was in on that play. I didn't realize that. That was Tim, yeah? Hold on. A lot of people excited. There's the snap. Time in the pocket. Oh, no, that's Brandon Linder. Okay. And he is going to lose the ball as he sacked on his first play. Oh, look at this guy. Got the strip sack. Here's a quick throw. And it's LaVisca Chenault heading to the outside. And he gets back towards the original line of scrimmage. Evades a tackler. And, and a big time voice on that offense. Back to throw on third and long. Lawrence turns and fires. And he's got a receiver. And it Beautiful. is bobbled but caught by Marvin. Lawrence slides James O'Shaughnessy in motion. One. Hands it off to James Two. Robinson, the thousand yard rusher Woo! a year ago, and look at him grinding out. Tight end in the wing. Spittle is almost crazy. Yeah. There's a quick throw. LaVisca's got it. Makes a man miss, and he's up the field. Spins around across. You're never going to tackle Visca with one guy, ever. It's not possible. There's the shotgun delivery. Back to throw. Shuffling his feet. Turns in. Okay. Hey. This? This I like. We can, we can look at that. We can look at that one more again. Jawan Taylor buckles down on that shit. There's the shotgun kick, delivery. Kick, kick. Doctor ah, throw. Shuffle ah. on his feet. Turns and throws that. He is incomplete. But his fucking hands are outside. His hands are outside. He's going to get cold. His hands are outside on the top of the shoulder pads. He's got to fucking stop that. And takes the snap. Pressure coming. Keenan turns and throws. This. I wanted to pick. I wanted to, I wanted I wanted Josh Allen to be able to get back here so bad. To the man in his face, and he's got a receiver at a beautiful 4.5 yards per carry. Big guys up front hoping to get it done this year. Here's a quick throw into the tight end, and he is caught near the marker. Two tight ends and two receivers outside the numbers. Just play action. 
Keenum turns and throws. He's got a tight end, and he bobbles it, but catches it. That's Carlson again. And Keenum moves the man in motion. Snap the placement. Pressure coming up the middle. There's a throw. He's looking for Donovan Peoples-Jones, and this one is broken up. That's that coverage by CJ we talk about. That's play one. Big moment, CJ. Perfect. Tight end in the wing. Four receivers. Empty set. Lawrence surveys the defense. Quick plant turn throw, and he's got a target and a reception. Urban Myers had just moves people. He moved the Jaguars five yards up the field. Lawrence under center first time. Nice play action. Keep in the pocket. Shuffles. And is going to get sacked. Now, they said that this was a uh, – you sons of biscuits. They said this was a, uh, a play action. Obviously, we don't have the angle from downfield. Bucky Brooks was saying that uh, the, the route combination was well, – they needed it to, to take a little bit longer for the over route to develop. That's where Lawrence was about to go. Um, and obviously, they didn't have enough time. But it was, it was meant to be a seven-step drop where he holds the ball a little longer. O-line's got to give us more protection on that. Custom finally got around Juwan Taylor. And – One. Seven seconds, dog. That's a great job. It's a dramatic catch over a bend defender's back. Uh, just to be here, enjoy the vibe and, you know, start the new So here's Lawrence now, back deep. Third down and eight, finds Jones. He bobbles it, catches it right at the marker. It Juwan Taylor just manhandles his guy on that play, by the way. It looks so the hopes, the aspiration, and the optimism is just ridiculous. There's the hate. That's Big Ben Barge getting beat right there, ladies and gentlemen. Big Ben Barge. <coughs> and that's Jawan Taylor's man finishing the job. James Robinson turns back into the defense. Shit, I'm gonna say, say initially, initially, initially him off the ball. ball. Oh, Jawan? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he didn't finish his block. He didn't finish. Good pop, but he didn't finish. Very close. And so the Browns take over near their own 43-yard line. And Keenum back to throw. Slings it out of the backfield. Kelly's got it. Breaks the tackle at the 45. And he's on a run across. That was probably our worst tackling play of the game. If you look throughout the rest of the game, we tackled very well. That was our worst tackling play throughout the game. The city council and all the people involved. And I, we hope. I've seen like eight different looks already. Just from the defense alone. That's something that people need to remember. This is a brand new defense. You, you. I saw somebody say very vanilla. This defense is nothing about this defense is vanilla. It's exotic as fuck. This shit is beautiful. We got the green light here in the near future. We sent one, two, three, four, five, six. Now this guy's on a delayed blitz. You're sitting seven guys. Look at that, dog. So, uh, um, and help. Dakota Allen's got to make that play, but guess what? Dakota Allen's not going to start, so he doesn't have to make that play for real. Jack stacking the line of scrimmage and sliding things now. And there's the snap and pressure coming. Keenan turns and slings a pass, and he's got a receiver for a first. Jack stacked the line of scrimmage. Single high safety now. And Keenan back to throw. Under some pressure, turns and delivers a pass. And it was near. CJ, almost picked. CJ. He'll beat this one from 34 yards with 8.46 to play in the half. The snap, the placement, the kick up on the way. Brown showing blitz with their safeties, and now they're back up. Here they come. Mitchell under pressure. That's the one. That can't happen. That can't happen, Carlos. That can't happen. He is hit and sacked. Down he goes. And Kyle Walletta. 
is the quarterback now, and he's under pressure, sets up the screen. There's room for Kelly to run, and he's got room to the first down marker and more. Shout out Big Doug Costin, 15 yards downfield, chasing down the screen, making a tackle. So it's second and 14 near midfield. Lawletta again hands it off, and there's a little bit of room up the middle. It's their biggest run play today. Lawletta on third down and eight, takes the snap. Steps up into the pocket, shuffles. Now he's going to turn and fire a ball downfield. He's got a man. It's caught by Brian Allen. I mean, we're talking about milliseconds. This play is a millisecond play. That was great coverage by Clay Brooks and them. Everybody's right where they need to be. The defense got pressure. I mean, just just a, a, a great play by the offense. And outside of the red zone. 0-2 in it. Snap, pressure coming, and this one is in. That was where I thought Cisco was going to take this and go to the crib. Caleb on chase on great pressure off the edge. Cisco should have been gone on that. Complete. Felton in motion. There's the snap. The pressure coming up the middle. One, two, three, four, five, six guys again. Happy feet misses. And then did you see my man here? He's playing like a spy almost, and he damn near gets hands on it. And then Tyson uh, Campbell, beautiful in the end zone. Intended target. The throw, and he's got a receiver. The catch is made. Agnew. First, he converted two of five third downs tonight. There's third and nine, and he's got a receiver, and he just over. Did that get tipped? Did that get tipped? I know. It just it looked like on the second look. This is my second time looking at it. It almost looked like it got tipped. I want to see again. Got a receiver. The catch is made. And it's a first as he converted two of five third downs tonight. His third nine, and he's got a receiver, and he just over. You know, to be fair, though, if he, uh, because at first I thought that was a really bad throw. If he doesn't throw it that high, it would have been, been a pick. It would have been, it would have been batted down bare minimum. Um, he just has to put less on it. That's it. Because if he puts less on it, it still arcs it. It gets there a little slow. And now 39 has an opportunity to get over there. But, um, you know, that, that's not as bad of a play on Minshew as I thought on first watch. Shoots. Laletta at the 48-yard line in Jacksonville territory. Takes the snap. Turns and delivers a pass. This one. Pressure again by Caleb Von Chason. Is caught near the 40-yard from the 40 in Jacksonville territory with 36 seconds to play in the half. Laletta turns and throws, and it is Bobby. Right here, that was his play. He knows it. He knows it. He knows it because he's in a drop back zone right here. He's he's here, and he, all he has to do is make that play. You're every bit of six seven, with a seven foot wingspan. No excuse. Caught near the takes the snap. You see this? We're spying this guy. This is interesting because this isn't some mobile running quarterback. They haven't done anything to make us do this. This is interesting. I don't know. I wonder if this is uh, for the screen. I wonder if we started to do this to keep an eye on the screen. Under a little pressure with time now. Launches one for the end zone. And this one is... Ah! The coverage was so perfect. Caught. And that's a touchdown. And Tim Tebow is on the field. He's lined up near the bottom of the screen. Tim's wide open. His head's around. He knows he's got him beat. Minshew is going to give his the, the, the ball to his favorite player. Back to throw now. Here's a toss. And here you come. Fucking it up! And it is caught by Taven Austin at the 45. That was a bad block, bad block by Timmy. We don't want to talk about that. 
Don't talk about that shoulder you tried to throw right there. Yard line. Laquan Treadwell is at the top of your screen. He's had a terrific training camp. And Minshew turns and throws it underneath, and it's Austin. And Browns are going to rush three. And there's the pass down the field, and it is intercepted. And uh, this one is coming back, and it is fumbled. Google Fi, a phone plan. Woo! Took Timmy. Hey, you know what you want to talk about on that play? That last play, Timmy running stride for stride with Laquan Treadwell downfield, okay? Let's talk about that. Second down. Cut their back to throw sets at the screen. Well, y'all got me fucked up. You ain't. Do you see this guy here? Did they, whoever's watch him now. From now on, we're watching this guy. Gungawale's got it. Makes a move to the outside. And that guy. That first good. down. With that was good. Watch Tied it. Tied into the wing and three receivers. And here's a little draw <laughs> play. Gungawale comes back the other way. Gets a block by Shat. Five receivers. And one of those is the tight end. And there's nope. a quick throw. Nope. And it is caught by Laquan Treadwell on the slant. It's first and ten. Beathard turns and slings it in the direction of Treadwell. And yeah, that's a legal lineman downfield. <laughs> we talked about this earlier with the Browns. I got to call it here. Walker Little is not supposed to be here. And the ball's here. Okay? Walker Little was here when they threw the fucking ball. That's a legal lineman downfield. Tight end of the wing to the bottom. Three receivers, second and 15. Beathard gets some time. Turns and finds a receiver near the... I mean, he just stops momentum. The moment you touch him, his paws are on you. It's over. His hand placement is perfect. His feet keep moving. 30 yard. Laletta. Play action. Has time. Has a man. This is caught into Jacksonville. That's Miles Jack instead of Shaq Waterman. That's a pick. Jack stacked the line of scrimmage. And here's Stanton, the fullback, getting outside and finding room. That's a good hit by Shaq, though. There we go again. Look at the pressure. One, two, three, four, five, six guys. I love it. That takes the snap. Oh, hit. So here's a 48-yard field goal attempt for Cleveland. Cody Parkey. And this one hit the upright, but went in. Beathard in the shotgun with a beautiful wall. Good time. Beathard dumps it underneath. Catches. This is what I'm talking about. He gets around the edge. He gives up too much, but his feet aren't slow. So he continues to drive the hip to get him out of the play. And here's Agumba Wale with a move back to the inside. Look at him. That's what I was talking about. That's that eight-yard gain where he drives a man 10 yards down the field. It's a beautiful thing. He need two. Better good time. Shuffles, fires. Hammond's got it on the slant. That's what I was talking about as well, where he passes off the inside man and picks up the guy who's in, or passes, out the, passes off the outside man who's going in and then picks up the inside man who tried to go out almost like a delayed stunt. Makes it second down at 12. And Beathard takes the shotgun snap, turns and delivers the pass in the middle of the field, very near the... Tried to bull rush him, gave up about three steps. Him and... Who, who is, this is Gray. This is what I was talking about. Gray and Wallace Sims. Gray and Wallace Sims... Gray had a just a better game, and I think it's because he was next to Walker. They both they they bull rush. These two guys bull rush at the same time. They give up a little bit of ground, 
but then they double team him. Like he gets free. And then they, instead of chasing this guy for no reason, because in his head, his internal clock's ticking. He knows the ball should be coming out. So when they just pick up next available threat, he doesn't turn around and risk a holding call or something stupid. It was just smart football. Beathard of the shotgun. Loose tie delivery. Pocket collapsing. He steps, turns, and throws. He's got a... If Walker Little doesn't do his job there, Will Richardson forced that play to go there. CJ was able to step up because Walker Little locked his man down. Will Richardson gets beat off of the right side right there. I mean, it's it's Walker Little who makes up for that play. Territory. Beathard's got the shotgun snap, finds a receiver, catches made Farrell Cooper inside the 20. He's, he's in the wing to the right and goes in motion now and lines up behind Walker Little. Here's the inside. Tim slipped. Okay, let's talk about it. Tim slipped. Okay. Okay, he went for old cut block. Went for old Lowski. The guy didn't commit as hard. If you if you don't commit hard enough, it's easy to beat the cut. Tim tried to go low on him. Uh, not, not his best moment. And Ugarale comes back and makes a man miss. Fourth down and three from just outside the five-yard line. There's the snap pressure coming. There's the toss in the direction of Taven Austin. He's got it. Touchdown, Jack. Back third in the Grunbawale in the shotgun. Austin in the slot to the right. There's the snap. Beathard turns and runs. Throws in the back of the end zone. It's that left hand. That's what popped it out. He's got Taven Austin, and it was broken up at the last second. Mm. Give him one of those wins. First and ten at the ten. Play action. Laletta turns and fires back to the middle of the field. He's got a receiver across. Hey, one last one for you, Marvin. Are you you look like you're enjoying being a leader of these young guys? Is it keeping you younger? Oh, most definitely. You know. Laletta on second down. Blitz is coming. Gets rid of it. Finds a man. It's the fullback Staley, and he's big time recruit coming out of high school. First attempt at the 45 yard line, and Laletta down the field. Has he came from all the way back here, yo. All the way back here. Look at this. Watch 25. him. Watch his first steps. It's backwards. He is about, I mean, golly, bro. This man is coming here. He's reading this from all the way off the screen. We're talking like 14 yards he closes that quickly. Yard line. And Laletta down the field has a man in it. That's crazy. Andre Cisco is ridiculous. Nice. Browns at the Jacks 35-yard line. Three receivers. Just so close to being another Jordan Smith play. First down and more. They have run for 22 yards. And Laletta turns and slings the pass. And Davian started back on their eight yard line. Laletta turns and slings, and it is. Now that's what I'm talking about. Shaq steps over here. He ruined it. <laughs> Caught for a touchdown. His second of the night. He fired that one in. I and that's it. That's all we got. That's all she wrote. Ah. Stop. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah, yeah. Turn it up. No, no I uh, such a, a bad one. quarterback. Make, make a lot of noise. Go crazy. Do where you from? I'm from Melbourne. <laughs> oh, oh I, okay. You're talking to my little King Kong over there. Yeah, yeah. 
right, all right. So it's uh it's twelve o'clock, yo. It is. Turn it into a two-hour show. It's supposed to be an hour. Uh, let's uh let's get these five picks. What is that noise? Get off the. Okay, we about to do that. Uh, that's what that noise was. Yep. <laughs> all right. So Jay, yes. we got five guys. We got to let go of. Uh huh. You got the roster up? No, because they don't have because they don't have everybody, bro. I mean, it's close. You got to go with what you got. We need five guys gone. All right. Who's going? Let me cut. Jesus Christ. Uh, DJ Daniels. Um. Shit. <laughs> God damn. Um. Tim Jones. Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> uh, Ross Matisic. Casey McDermott. Wait, what? You can't cut Ross Matzik? Oh, my talking? bad. Sorry. Sorry. He's a long He's snapper. He's a long snapper. <laughs> I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. <laughs> Brandon Linda can't do that shit. <laughs> oh, we can get rid of Casey McDermott. Uh-huh. Um, Aaron Patrick. And Wait, you cut Aaron Patrick? He got the sack. It's your five. My bad. Go ahead. Your five. Yeah, man. And last but not least, uh, uh, fucking Kenny Randall. Bye. I think that can happen. I think that can happen. Yeah, if I'm going, I think, uh, I think. I'm gonna let go of uh, Corey Strader. Corey Strader got smoked several times tonight. Um, mm. I don't think he played exceptionally well, and you're gonna have to start trimming that cornerback room for sure. Uh, so uh, he goes. I didn't see anything from him on special teams either. That makes me go, oh, he's gonna stay. Um, I say we let go of one of the offensive linemen. I don't know which one. That's the hard part. Maybe Garrick McGinn. Uh, or Austin Pleasance, possibly, because they play tackle and we, we're keeping some tackles. Um, maybe Will Richardson Jr., though he got a ton of play. He got beat a lot, but he got a ton of play. Uh, I don't think Kenny Randall's going. Kenny Randall has some big plays tonight. Um, but I do think we let go of one of those defensive linemen, as well as one of the uh, – Wide receivers. Which wide receiver? I don't know. Maybe Tim Jones. This might be the end of the Tim Jones train. And then maybe the either Daniel Ross or uh, Iquale. That's who I would be thinking. Lily. That is what I would be thinking. But, man, I appreciate all y'all for rocking with us until midnight, man. It's yeah, man, long cause... one. There's a lot of yeah. people out there. It was, bro, that shit was, it was, it, it felt good, bro, just being out, you know what I'm saying, in it, and then, bro, you already know, you already know how that stadium looks at nighttime, bro, that's the most beautiful place in the world, 
Joe the Beautiful. It's better than Disney. That's the most beautiful place in the world at night, man. It's a beautiful thing. Trevor Lawrence goes out. He shows out. He looks good in his first performance uh, going up against Cleveland in the preseason. Next week, we got a Monday nighter. Huh? Monday nighter against old New Orleans. I think we will see at least a half of the ones. I'll tell you that now. And uh, Coach Urban Meyer's got some work to do. He's got some stuff to figure out. He definitely does. He's got some some, some cuts to make, five of them. And Mm -hmm. then he's also got to – Figure out that offensive line situation because I think Walker Little has to play. But we appreciate all of y'all for tuning in. Don't overreact. I hope we calmed y'all down, gave y'all some good information, uh, yeah. something look, that y'all can take uh, and argue hey, with your friends about. Hey, but strap up, though, because, look, this is this is the time of the year where the show, we about to – shit, we going to be – y'all going to be seeing and hearing from us a lot because guess what? <laughs> it's starting – it's about to be action. So. Yeah. so make sure y'all tune in. Make sure you hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. YouTube, uh, make sure that you click the bell notification so you're notified every time we go live because we will be going live at unscheduled times, man. Breaking news, hits, anything at all, we'll be jumping to it, going live then. Yep. So make sure you Pre-game, post-game. Everything, everything. <laughs> so I'll get the stream Half-time. fixed this week. I'll definitely have the stream fixed this week. Uh, so the game will be streaming. I know exactly what was wrong. It was just at, this, at that point I wasn't I, – I, y'all don't understand. Like, when the Jags are on, everything in the house shuts the fuck down. Nobody's allowed to talk. It's just like, shut up. If you want to talk, go to another room. Like, I'm watching the game. So uh, I want I would have relocated back up to where the stream was taking place to watch the game up here. But I was already set up downstairs, and I wasn't going to miss a second of the action. So next week, I'll have y'all. Everything will be good. The stream will be taking place live in here. Uh, you'll be good to go. Make sure you subscribe to us. Make sure you share it. Make sure you put us out there. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, click the bell notification so you know when new content drops. We get it up within the first few hours after every show. Uh, what else? Social media platforms, at Minuteal Podcast, Twitter, at Minuteal Pod. I mean, bro, it's real simple. You know what the deal is. Just stay tuned with us, man. We appreciate all y'all for tuning in. I am your host, the Hot Take Hooligan Asian K. That guy over there, ooh, look, I did it right, is the cannabis yep. analyst, Agent J, and He's we bold. are out of here. Hey, that shit was funny as hell. Now we out of here.